Welcome back, Free Rocky Nation. I'm your host and Rocky's daughter, Amanda. Today, I bring you Season 1, Episode 46, or Vlog 10 if you're watching our YouTube channel. Recent healthcare efforts towards my father have been what could only be described as medical shenanigans, which is also the title of today's episode. Not even cheeky and fun shenanigans, more like cruel and tragic. Bonus points if you know what movie that's from. Free merch to the first person to comment on this video with the title of the movie I'm referencing. I'm going to do a quick recap on my dad's cancer timeline to bring us all up to speed. In 2017, my father exhibited symptoms of colon cancer while housed at Shawnee Correctional Center. My dad moved from Shawnee to East Moline, from East Moline to Pinckneyville, Pinckneyville from Pinckneyville to Illinois River. No medical staff had addressed my father's symptoms. In 2021, while still housed at Illinois River, my dad and I lobbied the powers that be to schedule him for a hernia surgery. My dad went to Graham Hospital. The doctors at Graham ordered some pre-op blood work. They also told my dad that he had two hernias, not one. The pre-op pre blood work came back suspicious, the doctors eventually confirmed colon cancer stage three. Then from November of 2021 to April of 2022, dad completed an aggressive chemotherapy regimen. In June of 2022, my dad did a CT scan. The colon cancer was gone, but two new tumors on his liver had developed. In November of 2022, dad had surgery to remove the tumors. The surgeon decided to burn out the first tumor, and resect the portion of the liver containing the second tumor. The liver will drain after resection. The drainage will be a mixture of blood and bile. Surgeons usually install a drain tube from the liver to the outside of the body. The drain tube operates off of negative pressure, so the patient gets a pump to help the liver drain properly. Guess what my dad did not get after surgery? Mm -hmm. He did not get a drain tube. On November 10th, 2022, my dad returned to Illinois River Correctional Center without a drain tube, but he did have the pump that should have connected to the drain tube. There was no doctor at Illinois River. The nurses, in their infinite wisdom, sent the pump back to OSF Hospital, where my dad had the surgery. They did not question anyone about the pump or the missing drain tube. There are contraindications for a drain tube after liver resection, but my dad doesn't have any of those. On December 25th, 2022, yes, Christmas Day, my dad had his, uh, so I'm bringing you up to speed now. My dad has his surgery follow-up appointment with the surgeon at OSF. He tells the surgeon that he's been in pain, he's had fevers, he's even had hallucinations, he can't keep food down. The surgeon says, well, let's get a CT scan done. Uh, surgeon then sends my father back to Illinois River. An hour later, the surgeon calls back at Illinois River and says, hey, this guy has a massive abscess. He's on the verge of going into septic shock. I'm going to, uh, I want you guys at Illinois River to rush him to the ER. I'm going to admit him to ICU. He, he's um, about to die. On January 1st, 2023, my dad's released from ICU and returns to Illinois River with a plan. 
He has a drain tube now, a pump, a collection bag for the fluids that come out, and a prescription for very strong antibiotics. He's supposed to go to the infirmary and stay there. The nurses at Illinois River are supposed to monitor the contents of the bag and record it. The drain should stay in place for about two weeks. After two weeks, if there is no more drainage, then my father goes back to the surgeon's office and has the drain removed. The surgeon would then you do another CT scan to check for further signs of cancer. Okay, that was the plan. So my father returns to Illinois River Correctional Center from ICU and the nurses, in their infinite wisdom, placed him back in general population. They did not monitor his drainage at all. And he received his antibiotics in sample-sized blister packs, like what you would see a pharmaceutical rep hand out when they're trying to market a new drug. Not from a pill bottle, which would be evidence that a prescription had been fulfilled. So what happened to his prescription of antibiotics? Hang on, I'm about to answer that. But I need to talk about his tramadol prescription first. As you can imagine, my father is still hurting from the aftermath of the liver surgery and the abscess. On January 5th of 2023, the nurses at Illinois River informed my dad that he is magically out of tramadol and will not be getting any more. Tramadol is a narcotic painkiller. My father has been on tramadol since he began chemotherapy. So now, not only is he recovering from the surgery and subsequent infection that almost killed him, he's about to go through opiate withdrawal as well. FYI, I did not let that go down. I called the surgeon's office and let them know about the tramadol issue at Illinois River. Within an hour of my phone call, the doctor's office calls me back saying that they reached out to Illinois River. The nurse who calls me, the nurse who calls me from the hospital, from the surgeon's office, assures me my father will be getting his tramadol. Let me make a caveat here. My father's chemotherapy left him with the symptom known as neural burn. Neural burn happens when the nerve endings are chemically damaged. Uh, usually those nerve endings are located in the extremities that receive the chemical damage. Um, nerves in those regions, therefore, process all sensations as pain. My dad describes it as numbness with intermittent stabbing. Without the tramadol, he cannot sleep. Depriving my father of pain medication is very callous and cruel. On January 17th, 2023, the surgeon's office calls Illinois River Correctional Center to ask about the drainage from my dad's liver. The nurse at Illinois River replies, how would I know? Mr. Harris isn't here. The last time Mr. Harris was here was on December 25th when you admitted him to the hospital. Guys, when I tell you the shit hit the fan, the shit hit the fan. First, I was outraged. You know that the prison staff do headcounts. If my father would have died at Illinois River during those two and a half weeks, the headcount still would have been right. No one would have noticed. Secondly, how do you not know an inmate is at the facility? The father, or my father rather, didn't hail a cab from the hospital back to the prison. Someone in the prison administration had to coordinate the guards and the vehicle 
to pick him up from the hospital. Third, the surgeon is angry. I think he has some choice words with the Illinois River staff. On January 18th, the healthcare staff calls my father to the infirmary. They are mad at my father. Like he did something wrong. In order to make up for the weeks where they missed the recordings of the drainage bag, they kept my father overnight and recorded whatever happened for that one night. They finally fulfill his actual prescription antibiotics, though. So he had that going for him. The next morning, though, they sent him right back to population. But something changed. All of a sudden, Illinois River gets a new doctor. After having one for not, for not, after not having one, rather, for six months. Hmm. This new doctor is Dr. Tate. Dad told me he had seen her before. Interestingly enough, she seems to work with IDOC as an administrator over multiple prisons, overseeing the healthcare system. The last time Dad saw her, she was at IDOC, or excuse me, she was at Illinois River with IDOC Deputy Director Hammers, and they were in the infirmary. Now Wexford seems to be employing her full-time at Illinois River to sort out the mess that the carte blanche, carte blanche nursing has created. She personally speaks to my dad her first day there about his medical needs and prescriptions. She says she'll get it all sorted out. Now, remember I told you that the drain was only needed for two weeks. The drain is still there as of today, February 8th, 2023. I called the surgeon's office on February 3rd and asked why my dad still had the drain. The nurse that answered said that no follow-up appointment had been scheduled. It's entirely possible that a follow-up appointment was scheduled, but my dad never showed up. Enter the scene, Lisa Bishop. She is not a healthcare professional and does not have health care credentials that I know of. Feel free to fact check me on that. She is a transportation coordinator, however. She organizes who goes where and by what means. So Lisa has canceled other appointments for my dad in the past. It's entirely possible that she canceled my dad's follow-up to get the drain removed. Well, while Dr. Tate can order whatever procedure or appointment she deems necessary, it's ultimately up to Lisa Bishop to ensure that the inmates are receiving the healthcare services that they need. She really controls the fate of these inmates. Given the authority she has, she also seems to have no oversight. Where is her supervisor, Deputy Director Hammers, or Director Jeffries, or Governor Pritzker for that matter? How does she have the authority to cancel medical appointments? Why is no one talking about this? The surgeon's nurse assured me that my dad will see the surgeon sooner rather than later. She even asked me for the number to Illinois River Correctional Center, which I gave her. I pray that my dad will be in capable hands this time. I will keep you posted. Subscribe to the Free Rocky Nation YouTube channel, hit that notification bell, share our videos because more views equals more news. Listen to the Free Rocky Nation anywhere you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Free Rocky Nation. Email us with your questions, comments, or concerns, or experience of your loved one. We'd love to talk about your incarcerated people uh, that you know. Free Rocky 
at freerockynation.org. Don't forget to visit our blog at freelarryrockyharrisx2.com. Like us on Facebook at Larry Rocky Harris 1959. Buy my dad's books on Amazon. You'll find titles such as Neverending Nightmare, 100 Filthy Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, 100 More Filthy Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, and The Prisoner's Guide to Filing and Winning Grievance. My dad is currently in the process of publishing, publishing a third joke book. If you like what you're hearing on the Free Rocky Nation, support us by visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Nation, or cash app us directly at cash app tag Free Rocky Nation. Remember that monthly subscribers to our Patreon page get free Rocky Nation merch. Hashtag in mass incarceration, hashtag InstaJustice. Okay. Now I need to use my phone to do the phone things. Okay. Call. 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 Hello, this is Amanda Carrasco. What the? Oh, awesome. Well, that was fast. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, I'll be by uh, right after lunch to pick it up. Thank you so much. Bye.